0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Traverse Theatre Edinburgh. We now join the theatre's Associate Director and your host, Hamish Perry. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Travcast. The Travcast is our monthly r- conversation with a writer where I get the opportunity to sit in a small room with a writer and learn about what makes them tick. And this month I'm really excited to have a writer, actor and director who is Artistic Director of Birds of Paradise Theatre Company. He also runs FLIP, an organisation that specialises in training for disability equality and his most recent work is girl x and we're very excited if these spasms could speak which is coming to the traverse very shortly robert Soffley, hello and welcome hi thanks for having me it's a real treat uh, so yeah the first question i wanted to ask is what was it that made you want to be a writer because you're actor for quite a while is that right yeah. and then you started yeah. creating your own work
1: yeah I don't know if I ever thought about becoming a writer. As an actor I'm quite used to taking parts and doing my job and creating the character and, and there you go. But as a disabled actor there's always the challenge that A there's not that many parts and B there's not that many records that one to work with disabled actors. So the amount of work is always going to be limited to the specific field. Potentially. Um, so then it becomes pretty obvious that you have to start creating your own work. And also, as I develop an actor, I realise that I'll get things that I want you to see that nobody else has written about. So if nobody else has done it, then you might as well go and get it yourself. Um, so I guess that's why I ended up creating work. and. I see that quite differently as becoming a writer, but the end result is the same thing. You are still sat down with a pad and paper and, and write a script, but yeah, it's more of a work that I can then present.
0: Uh, so talk about that. If you say the end result is the same, you do sit down with a pen and paper yeah. and write a bit of work, but for you the process is very different. Yeah. So talk about that process like from when you get the you start to get an idea. And then to that, to that end result when we see you on stage.
1: Okay. I mean, for me, I'm a very visual person. I see a play way before anything else comes. I see the visual elements. And I see how it's going to work in the space first. And then I work out what I'm going to do. <laughs> Which well, seems a little bit back to front, but it's just how it works. So, so, certainly for fans, I saw... I saw the piece and saw the the hope would appear to begin with, and then, then I guess a lot of my practice is about you. Know, we we overcomplicate a lot of things, especially in the arts, especially in theatre. We like to make things very deep and complex. We actually what we want is something quite simple and quite accessible. So to me, things like people talking about about their buggings in quite simple context. It's a fairly, We can all no and talk about how we feel about our bugging. So that became the basic support spaces were going to be with people telling me what they felt about about their freaking character, about their appearance. But also about how their bogging how that makes their life work it is, and what that means.
0: So, how did you find going to speak to those people?
1: Quite a challenge. First of all, I sent out a questionnaire. So I got about 100 responses to some fairly open questions about, you know, how do you feel about your body? What are your best bets, What are the worst bits? Tell me this one's another thing about Fathom, so I you to think it's Scotty. Because we've all got these little funny tags, whatever scoring and put accounts and a bit of so I wanted you to get them. So the responses to the question yeah gave me a sense of, oh, that might be an interesting person, or, nah, that person pretty good at work. yeah. So, so I then picked five people from that I could work with. And over about four months, I worked with them, met up with them, and started to sort of really get to know them and get to know how they how they operate. People, I think, and then that's where the the the, the main bulk of the piece came from. Was that?
0: And and that's very much about getting to know, because often people that aren't performers or aren't in performing arts, they're st- aren't very good at talking about things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're very articulate about talking about openly about your body and etc. I imagine imagine that th- those people weren't originally, or was that, am mm. I wrong?
1: No, no, you're why And also, <laughs> what I that I thought people would be overrunning with stories and anecdotes. Actually, they weren't overly. They found it quite hard to, to do that. So, those conversations were great, but but quite often they would give me a nugget of an idea that I would then go away and write into something that was more theatrically interesting and more fulfilling. So, what's on stage, I present it as being quite verbatim, but some of it is verbatim, but other bits with quite a lot of acoustic license. And that, as a writer, is quite a challenging thing to do because what rate right do you have to make it up and, you know, but I'm quite open with these people who were and thank you i'm gonna I'm gonna plow your life and, and take all your deep secrets and then I'm gonna rethink so they knew quite out front what was happening, so I can feel too back
0: and have they seen the show?
1: Yeah, the all being a number of things here, and they keep coming back quick and quite increasing, yeah and <coughs> quite telling people stories back to them in a way that some things they recognise and other things they don't um, So that's quite enjoyable but, but quite a challenging crowd. Well. So.
0: Yeah, because one of my favourite bits of the show is that when you become <coughs> you become those people Yeah and But at the same time, I know there's... Oh, I'm going to ruin the show now Yeah But there's <laughs> some beautiful images on the back of the stage that are Oh and I imagine they enjoy seeing those photographs. Yeah. They're beautiful photographs, yeah, aren't they? Yeah,
1: the great the a photographer coming back and when came in and did a little photograph. And that there one quite a purposeful thing with was the show where I didn't want to be playing characters, we can quite feel a bit false and a bit theatrical. And actually what I think makes a piece work and they get quite real and quite honest. So, I, I don't really act as the people that I'm portraying. I become them, if you like. Some people like that, some people don't. But yeah, that, that thing of killing someone's story, act yourself, is quite a powerful toolkit, I think.
0: And it makes you become sort of an everyman, doesn't it? And a spokesman for that. For those for those issues and for those stories,
1: cool and hopefully with all of the audience, like let them become the, the same people that I'm becoming. I think the game with this sort of working, it becomes about disabled people, it becomes about this other group that that the audience aren't part of. And hopefully, what we can show that the stories can all quite universal and quite. Simple So there could be Anyone in that audience
0: mm. Because there is a, Easily a version Of that show Where you Where you mix With disabled people And none And yeah. then have talk, as, as you start talking About this At any moment ago, You're saying We all have stories About our bodies And we, yeah. we. I could easily Talk about embarrassments About my midriff Or whatever so Whatever that is cool
1: totally, yeah Yeah And we, we, we're to glo- Hear that Hear <laughs> 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 but, but yeah but We've all Globkey We all We all, we all yeah, and we all want to hear it to some degree. Cause I think that's where the show helps to level that playing field because it's not just about disabled people; it's about everyone.
0: With that same idea of getting the audience to be on side and not feel isolated and alienated, yeah. there are also moments in the show <laughs> where where you are where you where you are quite challenging to the audience initially yeah. and so talk to me about how the relationship between trying to make the audience not feel isolated Mm. and in those moments when you do slightly isolate us
1: Yeah, I mean that's something that I'm doing very purposefully I'm very aware that an audience watching a disabled performer with myself who's got speech impairment who might not understand everything I say I'm very aware that that can be quite a challenge by itself when they the start of the show, we sort of put that on the on the table and go, well, this is how it ends and you know, you just have to accept it and get on with it because there's not a heck of a lot that I can get <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> this, this is what you got, let's let's go. And then later on in the show, I get the getting involved in quite a number of things that, that they're all quite carefully constructed to let the audience see that there isn't a barrier between my life and their life. They are very similar. Um, but I think people do find that quite challenging. I've heard quite a quite number of people who, when I asked them to participate, have said no, or have have gone so far, but not quite the whole way. So everything ain't quite a challenge to work out how to Get them on board.
0: And a lot of, I think, of the success of that is to do, as again, because you've put yourself in the centre of it and it's our relationship with you. Yeah. And that thing, and there's a, mis- you have a level of mischief, don't you? <laughs> there's something about, there's a fun in it, there's a level yeah. of play and it's not, it's not angry, it doesn't feel like you're angry about those things, you're just saying this is what it is, is that right?
1: Totally. I mean, anger would be so good to watch on skis, because with all things, they're angry, they're for years and years, and they're not that much fun to watch, and eventually, you just want them to get over themselves, and you know, yeah, but go cool. So the mischief and the fun. I mean, I think also, it's who I am as a person. You know, I like having fun. I like seeing the fun kind of life. And also, certainly within Scotland, people know me as quite a approachable, open person. So I play with that in peace. And, yeah, I'm quite open to, to meeting that part of what the show is.
0: Did you have a period of your life where... When you started first making art, or you thought about it, where you where you hadn't become at peace with the anger? Did you ever have a level, or were you all, were you always okay with everything? I was never
1: really the angry person that that you would imagine some disabled people can be. This it's not my way of my weird things. Um, I think I'm always too focused on. I can get out of a situation, so, you know, as an artist, as an actor, you're always looking for work, or you're looking for the next bit of funding, or, you know, whatever, so, anti-people don't tend to get a lot of work, so <laughs> <laughs> you think, well, uh, you know, that's not going to work for me, so... I think my thing's more about being approachable and about engaging with people because so they, yeah, they want to work with me. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I know that can't kind of quite mess me, but, yeah, <laughs> but it's kind of
0: good. It's quite yogic in a way you know, <laughs> to, to see beyond that. I think as artists, definitely me as an artist first starting out, that real need to get work on. I don't think I was necessarily as objective <laughs> about it as you were about, oh, we will yeah, quite biblical about our work, evangelical, mm. sorry, about our yeah. work sometimes. But you've always, you seem to have always managed to step away from that part of it.
1: Yeah, and yeah. You want to create work that people want to see, and you want to work in a way that other people want to work with you. And the angry person doesn't do that, whereas the engaging person or the funny person can do that. But yeah, to play about with it, as well, you know. I hope that everything I do isn't like happy, funny, comic and show. But yeah, it's all about balance. yin and yang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and performing um, your own. Have you writ- yet written for someone else?
1: No, I've only ever written for myself. I can't lie, actually. I back write a show years ago, where the parts that I wrote were then played by someone else. And then someone else could play the parts that I wrote, and then you got married too. So that was quite cranking.
0: You got married. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I met them watching them play a part that I wrote, and then we, we got together after that. So that was and then you can go
0: something slightly mm-hmm. Freudian about that, isn't there? <laughs> that we can possibly investigate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> Basically... Oh. Basically everything about me come point component. <laughs> <laughs> at
0: least, as always, you've been honest about it, Robert. Yeah. So there's more than most of us. <laughs> yeah. um, but do you see yourself writing for other people in the yeah. future without getting yeah. married to them?
1: Yeah, I hope not. So. Um, I'm sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think no, no. That am establishing myself as a writer and as a creator of work, I I have to expand that into things that I'm not always the centre point of. Which will be the next challenge for me is taking it to that that level. But I'm interested in how we do that. You know, and also most things that are going to get have been about disability. That's quite obvious why that would be. But I hope I don't spend my whole life talking about the stuff, you know. Then it's only a part of my thing, quite a big part, but the like other part go well with it. That I can come and see about as well,
0: so. Which is very clear, even in in that sh- as you say in the clear. show that you you've created there. Although it is about that, there is so much more. You know. Yeah. The fact is that it's about it's about normalising it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I think that that show does so successfully. What do you when you? As far as artists, when you were either growing up or even now, that influence you? I mean, outside, maybe they're theatre artists, maybe they're non-theatre artists, is it music, or who are those people that you think that, that their aesthetic has always appealed to you and that you somehow think is influenced in your work?
1: Yeah. It's really hard because I think, we, especially in Seeker, we take little bits from everyone, and I'm very up for that, and I enjoy getting that, but... I can't immediately say, oh, like that person that I want to get that from. Or, you know, I'm a great believer in role models, and I think role models are really important. But I think it's quite hard to point to people and say, she's my role model, she's my role model. I think, I think we're part of a body of work that 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 you go and see and you. You a little bits from, so a lot of NTS work, a lot of things like even Black Watch throat with like high profile, making can very popular. It also taught me a lot about how organ things engage with theatre. So I, I tend to take little bits from everything and then go away. And um, I saw Kayla Mack, the New York based performance artist last year. And there's something about hank work that, again, without working with the audience, become something that's quite integral to what I want to do. But it's really hard to go, yeah, I try to copy him, because you never get as well as other people get. You good what you go. you know?
0: Yeah, we've always got that right, as to us to take a little bit from here and there. Yeah. And not say we're pretending to be.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, do you see... There being the writer, if if everyone has a role in society and a job to do, do you see as a writer or creator of work for a public, do you see that you have a role?
1: Yeah, very much so. Very much. And I guess for me that role is about making work that people want to see, because if they don't want to see it, they won't come. And that, in future that makes it a little bit pointless. But at the same time telling them things that they don't already know. So that's quite a tricky balance of, you know, can we can all create work that reaffirms what we already believe, and that's great and that's got a purpose, but I think it's a of responsibility to go beyond that to telling people what they don't know and, and expanding their awareness a bit more. Like that balance of engaging people and then taking them that little bit further than they already are into whatever journey you want to go into. Um,
0: yeah, that's brilliant. I'm really excited to see what that next show is. But mm, <laughs> <me too>. <laughs> <laughs> even to know, here's what: Do you have hobbies?
1: <laughs> wow, I used to. <laughs> I've never been working so much for the past few years that I don't think I have much time for. Hobbies and um, hobbies. Yeah, I, I, I guess in terms of the thing of it, because I love the work that I do, it becomes very difficult to differentiate between, you know, my hobbies used to be going to the theater and, and then <laughs> my work is going to the theater, which wasn't great, it's a great place to be, but... And makes it a little harder to have hobbies. I quite like, well, again, I, I quite like travelling and going home holidays, but, but now that I'm touring to different countries, become work. <laughs>
0: so then we just got on a plane, to just remind you have been at work? Yeah! yeah, yeah. All the pleasure. <laughs> Theatre has taken all the pleasure <laughs> out of your life, Robert.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'm not complaining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could pass on a sentence, say a few words or a sentence in a little envelope, when you passed away, it was taken on to Creators of Work after you. What yeah. would be on that little card?
1: <sighs> don't be boring. Brilliant. I think that's it. You don't bore people. So I think what's so guilty of thinking that everything we think is really interesting, and a lot of it's it pretty dull. So... Yeah, being cracking and then people will get engaged with what you do.
0: Brilliant. Don't be boring, everyone. <laughs> Robert, I can't thank you enough for the last 20 minutes of my life. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from the Traverse Theatre, Edinburgh. For more information, please log on to www.traverse.co.uk.